Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Oh, Captain, my Captain. I'm telling you straight, it's my way or the highway. Let's get nuts. Tell me something, my friend. You ever dance with the devil in the pale moonlight? I always ask that of all my prey. I just like the sound of it. I'll have what she's having. You have chosen wisely. It reminds us all that once was good. And it could be again. My calculations are correct. When this baby hits 88 miles per hour, you're going to see some serious... You're listening to the 30-something movie podcast. Classic movies, 30 years in the making. Welcome once again to the 30-something movie podcast, episode number 255, The Fabulous Baker Boys. Uh, and you have with you tonight uh, a couple of other fabulous boys. We're, we're not brothers, we're not bakers. Um, but uh, Brothers from uh, another mother, though. There we go, that's fine. Um, you know, every, every once in a while I feel like we're, you know personality wise somewhat and 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 build somewhat i mean we could probably pass as relatives <laughs> definitely build wise yeah sure. yeah um, i was trying each to other long enough i think we can play the part pretty well too oh yeah yeah um so very very quickly spoiler alert uh just say it up front here we really don't hold back too much when we talk about the movies whether it's new movies old movies whatever movie we're talking about this time um we just talk freely so just be aware of that and uh, this is your spoiler alert right now. The iTunes reviews, please go ahead and leave us an iTunes review or wherever you get your podcast. That would be very helpful for us. Let's more people find out about the show. And uh, something I didn't mention last week when uh, Jeff and I started the show last week, we have had a, a pretty nice uptick in terms of our number of listeners. Like we are pretty consistently uh, bringing in, gosh, I, I want to go back to the numbers because they were almost kind of crazy. Um, we, you know, for a while there, we're, we're not, a, what's that? What, 12 people now? No, like way higher than 12 people. Like, let's see. Um, Wait, seriously? Seriously. <laughs> That's awesome. We had, uh, and, and again, we're not a huge podcast. We're not one of these podcasts that pulls down like thousands of people every episode. Um, but we had, uh, let's see, we ha- in terms of downloads, we had uh, 92 just yesterday. Whoa. Yeah. And then in the last week, we've had about 312. Now, I will say. I think that movie, as much as it gets panned, because uh, to break the fourth wall, kids, the, mm-hmm. we record this the day after we released our Look Who's Talking episode. Mm-hmm. I do think, even though that movie gets a lot of flack, I do think it has an odd following. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm guessing, and you look at the numbers, obviously, I I, I don't. I probably yeah. should, but um, I got a hunch it goes up and down with the movie a little bit. Yeah, I think so. I mean, it, it, and, and really kind of in a... Let's see, what was it? I was just looking here real fast. Even just in terms of like the first two weeks of July, um, what that is, uh, first two weeks of July, definitely over a thousand downloads. Just oh, actually in that second week of July alone. Whoa. So, yeah, no, I mean, we've had, we've had a pretty big spike in the number of people listening all time. We've passed, uh, 25,000. So in terms of like downloads and that doesn't, I don't think that gives me all the stats. I think right. it's just from, but it's just from the site that we host things off of, but 25,000. The fact that more than 12 people are listening is pretty cool. Well, right. But at 25,000, that's an average of a hundred an episode, I think. Uh, might be. I mean, we've, we've had a kind of a big jump in just the last year. I mean, we were kind of, right, you know, some of our old episodes were averaging maybe like 
40 or 50. That's not bad for a bunch of educators from Northern Illinois. No, right, right. And the funny thing is I, I went kind of to look back at the list and some of them, like people are just, people are going back and doing some of the old episodes. Well, it's funny because I, <laughs> it's funny you say that because I was just going back on one of the podcasts I listened to because another pod, it, they're both Star Trek podcasts, but they both started at different times in the Star Trek timeline. So one has a huge backlog that I've never listened to. Okay. But because of where the timelines are, they're actually looking at the same block of episodes. Yeah. So I listen to their current stuff, but then one podcast will jump back because they didn't do older things. So yeah. then I'm jumping back in both of them and my timelines are all over the place. And it, it, I thought about it for a minute. I'm like, I wonder what they think when they see one random download of this episode from four years ago. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, like I was just looking at our list of like the top 10 episodes. Uh, let's see. Is it the top 10 episodes for this week? I think it might be for just this week alone. Um, of our top 10 episodes, I'm looking at it and it's like a lot of them are the more recent ones, sure. you know, from this year. So actually nine of the top 10 are from 2019. So they're all from this year, but number nine out of that top 10 is episode number 59 when we did uh, an American tale. Oh, nice. So for some reason within the last week, we've had 19 people that went back and downloaded the American tale podcast. Huh? That was all the way. Episode number 59. That was all the way back in March like, of 2016. Yeah. That's old school. So, yeah, so it's been, it's been kind of cool to see that, you know, and I, I attribute some of that. We had a spike in our Oklahoma listeners. So that's thanks to Jason uh, for joining us. Yeah. I do kind of get to see like where certain listeners are from. So well, uh, I did notice. You told me we had a huge overseas following, which um, by huge, well, I mean in qu air quotes, but. By huge, you might mean double digits. Sure. Yeah. 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 I'm not. Yeah. 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 I'm not uh, no, we're, we're still. No, I know. I, we're still big in the UK. Nice. And when I say UK, I don't really know what country in particular that is. I'm going to say Scotland just because I want it to be. Mm -hmm. uh, but we're big in Finland, Canada, and Sweden. So apparently when it's cold, people like to listen to us. Well, maybe our, maybe our girth comes through in our voice. Maybe. I know that we are warm. Therefore, they will right. be warm. Maybe we, we sound like Vikings. So that's why they listen. There it is. I don't know. Meat. I, yeah, I, I could have been a Viking. Sure. It's not even a, I, I'm sure we could have. Yeah. We just need the little hel the little helmets, right? So sure, we can make those. Yeah. All right. Well, so that's that's the the follower bit. Uh, just that's fun. Kind of pulling that in there because that's kind of fun. Um, so let's see. That's iTunes review is what I just mentioned. Uh, and then visit our website thirtypodcast.com. Uh, I emailed today. I think I emailed out. Um, uh, if anybody's paying attention, then you'll you'll know when this was recorded because I think I mentioned the same thing to Jeff last week. Um, I emailed out my list of, cause I had to sit at the, uh, auto shop today to put more money into my car. Ooh. Um, which is always fun when you, when you put several thousand into it just about a month ago. Ooh. Um, so I'm sitting there, you know, just pondering life and, and my dwindling uh, wallet and had a little bit of time on my hands. And so cracked open the laptop and decided to go through and start looking up the 1990 movies. Cause this is Usually end of July, beginning of August is when I kind of start to get the, hey, next year's coming up. I need to find copies of these movies. Let's start looking now. So I did put together a list of movies for 1990. There's about 120 on the list. Nice. So I emailed that out to you guys. Uh, so anybody who's listening right now, you eventually as listeners will also get a copy of this list that you can kind of vote on as well. If you've got movies that you want to see. Um, I did send the list out to you guys, the, the same kind of spreadsheet we used last year to vote on everything with the check boxes and all that. And 
Um, but then what I also did was I put together a list on that letterboxed uh, website that I use. Oh, cool. And it's got every movie that I put on the spreadsheet list. So if you're looking through the list and you're like, I've never heard of this movie before, I would at least like to see what the you know quick synopsis is. You can click on the movie and it'll take you to that movie's page and you can find out more about it if you want to. Um, Navy so. Seals. Yeah. Dick Tracy. Oh, dude, yeah. This is, you know, as silly as it sounds, you know, we started in the 80s and it made sense. And a lot of these movies have been classics. But like you and I, we were nine, 10 years old. Like right. we're starting to get into movies that we saw in the theater first on mm-hmm. adult real films. Right. This is gonna be yeah. Cool. We're, we're getting into like not so much not so much cartoons as much anymore. Right. We got. I mean, what Edward Scissorhands uh-huh. is on there. Yeah. So I got to tell you. Yeah. One of my favorite movies of all time. I'm looking at the spreadsheet. I think I may be set to read only on it. Oh, that okay. could be because I'm on my phone. Um, Hunt for Red October. Oh, nice. I'm super excited. That'll be next year. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I was looking at this and, and last year I think I had, uh, I think I had a little bit of trouble for this year getting up to, cause I think I, I think I asked you guys, um, you know, pick like 30 or 35 or something like that last year. Yeah. And I realized that when I started doing my own voting for it last year, I got up to about 20, maybe like early twenties, mid twenties real easily. And then it was like those last five to 10 were like, Oh, I had a similar experience (laughs) with that. But this time I had no trouble at all. This time I think I had about 35 to 40. And then I started looking at these movies on letterboxd and I was like, I've never heard of this. What's this one about? And then I read it. I'm like, Oh, well, that's cool. I've never heard of this one before. I've never seen it before. I'm going to add that one to the list. I ended up with about 45 movies this time. So I actually ended up having to kind of go back and, and cut back on my list a little bit, um, which kind of pained me because there's some that I know I saw in the theater as a kid. And I, as a kid, I thought they were hilarious. Mm-hmm. But I don't think I voted for them because it didn't fit within the like limit of 35 that I was kind of asking everybody to do. All right, I'll just say it. It was Spaced Invaders. <laughs> that was well, the one I wanted on my list, but it didn't make it to the the cut of like thirty to thirty five. Oh, so, dude, don't worry, it's gonna make it on mine. Okay, good. good. I love. I, I I was hoping somebody. Prepare to die, scum. Prepare to die, scum. Yeah. I'm gonna make sure to carve that on your tombstone. <laughs> oh, I'm in. Okay. All right. Good. I figured somebody else would get it covered for me. So. Oh yeah. So, so faithful listeners, we will be sending out this list to you. Uh, I'll let the, I'll let the guys kind of vote on a little bit first too, but uh, then I'll put it in a format where it's, it's in a little bit of a, a nicer form for the listeners to be able to go in and kind of vote as well. And uh, as you, as you see that list, when that goes up on our website, probably within the next few weeks or so, um, feel free to let us know. I tried to do as much of an exhaustive list of, of some of the best and not so best movies uh, of 1990, but if you if you don't see something there and you're like, well, wait a minute, I love this movie. and It's not on your list. Please let me know because there are definitely, there are some movies that didn't make it on this list. Uh, my first kind of initial cut was to go through, um, there's a website called the numbers that gives you kind of the box office numbers for all these movies. And they list everything out by release date. So it starts mm-hmm. beginning of January and just runs from there. And my first initial cut for these movies was, uh, I would put the movie on our list if it made more than 5 million in the box oh, okay. office. So 5 million was my cutoff. If it made less than five, then I didn't put it on the list initially. Um, and if it made more than five, it was automatically on the list. Then I figured that way we can, yeah, you know, we'll cut things out after that. Uh, then I started to go through 
and I went to the Oscars website and I started to look up, you know, which ones had won awards. And I think there might've been a couple that won awards, but they didn't make a whole bunch of money. So I started to put some of those in there. Um, and then this time I actually added TV movies because there were a couple of them that I thought, yeah. no, that would be kind of fun to watch. I'm um, that and I'm like, hmm, okay. yeah, because I saw in there the death of the incredible Hulk. I was like, I've never seen that one. I, I, I have heard people talk about it, but I never have seen uh, that one. That was kind of like the end of the incredible Hulk TV series. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'd be curious to see that one. That was the same year Ken Burns civil war came out. I know uh, Stephen King's it was technically a TV movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, you had next generation best of both worlds was, you know, I get, you can call that a TV movie from 1990. Um, Which Hamlet is this? Is this the, Mel that's Hamlet? the Mel Gibson one. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So, so we got some good stuff. on I'm here. loving this list. Yeah. Kindergarten cop, not kindergarten cop two. I hate that movie. No, it's not. No. Akuma. Yeah, no, Mr. Kindergarten Cop 2 Destiny. was. <laughs> it was. Memphis so. Bell, Goodfellas. Yeah, there's some good stuff. Oh Predator my God. 2. Men at Work. Yeah. Golf clap? Golf clap. <laughs> what does a phrenologist do? Uh, <laughs> Home Alone is on here. Oh. Rocky 5. I didn't hear no bell. <laughs> Taking Care of Business. Yep. My Blue Heaven. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of good stuff. I on used here. to confuse back before I was older and more cultured. Mm-hmm. I would accidentally conflate My Blue Heaven and Little Shop of Horrors. Oh, okay. One or the other would be on. I'd be like, well, where's the scene with the. And someone would just shake their head at me and move on. <laughs> <laughs> and I so deserved it. Oh, dude, Air America. I've, I've never seen Air America. No kidding. Yeah. Oh, my God. I love Air America. That's yeah, like, there's a bunch of these on this list. A, when I started it, television like Air America's on. All right, click and kick back, beard. Yeah. Now there were a bunch of these on this list, and I'm like, I, I had no problem going through and picking my favorites, like the the ones that were just obvious. Sure. But at the same time, I'm also like, well, but I want to balance things out on the podcast to where we're not just always doing the ones that would be expected. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'd like to throw some in here that we've never seen before, or I've never seen before, or you know, ones that we might not might not typically have. Gotten a lot of love from. I haven't the, seen Ski Patrol in quite a while. That one, I I, I remember hearing of it, but I've definitely never seen that one. I, I saw it once. Tremors is obviously a fun one. Tremors is fantastic. Mm-hmm. The witches. I need to make sure. Yep, Internal Affairs is the one I thought it was. Okay. Yeah. Oh wow. Uh, Bad influence looked interesting. The James Spader, Rob Lowe. I'm in. I, I yep. have not seen it, but with you know okay. what, I I liked James Spader in the Stargate movie. Okay, I did not. Well, and and apparently, apparently, Rob Lowe gets a little creepy in this. So. Rob Lowe is creepy. <laughs> I haven't. Oh, okay. <laughs> I like Rob Lowe. I've, but in his younger years, he was creepy. There's no okay. Two about okay. that. I, I I've been watching a lot of Parks and Rec. Okay. Because yeah, I I, I kind of went back and that. I, just weird. yeah, not creepy in that, but it's it's kind of funny because now I was listening to something. I was listening to another podcast earlier today. And they kept the person they were interviewing kept saying the word literally. Uh-huh. And all I can hear is literally. all I can hear him say is that is literally the fifth time I've heard them say the word literally. <laughs> That's all I could hear during this entire interview. And and the podcast had nothing to do with Parks and Rec, but it just the person kept saying the word literally. And all I heard was that is literally the millionth time they've said that word. I have just fallen in love with James Spader as an actor in the past couple of years with um Robert California from The Office, mm-hmm. and um, I don't know if you watch the show he's on now. Um, the Blacklist? Blacklist. Yeah, I haven't watched it. He is so good. Is he? 
<laughs> so, um, yeah, that's going to be a fun year. So there's a lot of fun stuff. Pretty Woman's on here. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, yes, we have to do the turtles. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, even if nobody else votes for it, it's it's going in there. Yeah. Ernest goes to jail. Ernest goes to jail. Yeah. Oh, wow. So, the gods must be crazy, too. I forgot mm -hmm. they made a second one. Yeah. Yeah. And technically, I guess that one showed up in a lot of places as a 1989 movie, but I guess the U.S. release was 1990. So I'm going to keep it in there for. There we go. Tales from the Dark Side. Yeah. The movie. Bird on a Wire. Uh, Back to the Future Part 3. Total, Total Recall. Another 48 hours. I love mm -hmm. those. Gremlins, Gremlins 2. 2. Robocop 2. Days of Thunder. Do we oh, do we podcast Ghost, Ghost Dad. Dad or is that too awkward? No? I, I don't know, man. Okay, I know when we when we talked about uh, weird, uh, not Weird Al. When we talked about uh, Fat Albert, yeah. I know that was a little bit of a yeah. You know, die Hard too. I remember watching the, Ford Fairlane. I remember wow. watching the Jetsons movie. Yeah, Die Hard two was the first Die Hard I ever saw. Okay. Oh, you saw two before you saw yeah. one. Yeah. Okay. I think because it was on TV. I mean, you know, you can kick. Mm -hmm. And I think it was on TV at Christmas because, okay. well, you know, yeah. Die Hard's a Christmas movie. Because it's a Christmas movie, right? It's a series of Christmas movies. <laughs> um, even the ones that don't take place at Christmas. Problem Child. Now, yeah. Flatliners. Flatliners came out in 1990. That yep. is one I have not seen. And, and this is where I, I feel really bad about it. I haven't seen the 1991. I oh. saw the newer one first, but I have not seen the older one. I have not seen the 2017 one. I'm gonna have to check that out. Okay, it was it wasn't too bad. I feel like from people that I talked to, the the 90s one is maybe a little bit better, but it's a I little. Didn't... It's certainly angstier. Okay. Um, with a younger Kiefer Sutherland and Kevin Bacon, there's a lot of. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I want to say overacting, but you know. Yeah. But I haven't seen the 2017 one. I'll have to, but mm -hmm. I have page mm -hmm. in it, so. Yeah, she's pretty good. Yeah, so we got like a lot of good stuff coming next year. So yeah, we, we will, um, I will, I will pretty up this list and, and send it out to the listeners so that you guys can vote on this as well, or let us know, hey, you got something missing? Here's some great stuff that you should be including, and then we will get that going, and then I will probably have our tentative list of what we're doing within the next, well, maybe like month or so, uh, once we do all that stuff. So, oh, get a little, a little ahead of myself sometimes. I'm but. Excited for 2020. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh -huh. The problem is then I start looking at the other years and I'm like, I, I look at this one and then I'm like, I wonder what was 91. <gasps> that was 91. And then I, then I'm like, no, 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 no. You'll you do that next July. Do that next July. Just one year at a time. Let's focus. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Stay on target. Stay on target. Mm -hmm. Yep. All right. Uh, well, let's see what else we got to talk about. So that was, that was basically our, our intro. Um, Let's see. We talked, I know Jeff and I talked last week about the uh, trailers that came out from San Diego Comic-Con. Um, because of when I'm going to release these episodes, we're kind of overlapping with our uh, This Week in 89 stuff. So I did the last week of July in uh, last episode for This Week in 89. So we're going to skip that. So we can take a few extra minutes and, and talk about uh, some of the San Diego Comic-Con trailers. I know that in particular you avoid most of those, but I figured that you and I could, because Jeff yeah, and I ran out of time I... to do this. I figured we could at least talk about the Picard trailer. Yeah, I was I, I went against my normal don't watch trailers mode and uh, mm -hmm. I actually watched the Top Gun trailer, but the what started it all was the Picard trailer. Okay. I couldn't so, help myself. So how does the Picard I've been trailer so make excited you feel with what they've been doing with Discovery and mm -hmm. I, I I couldn't help it. And okay. it how does the Picard trailer make you feel excited? Okay, good. Like just from the opening shot 
of the yeah. vineyard and just the whole thing. I, I, yeah, I could just I could watch that for days. Yeah. <laughs> now we've already and, and obviously we don't know anything because this just came out. So anything we say will be speculation. But I'm a little you, worried of the, about the data stuff being a little forced. Okay, okay. Well, I was going to say if if anybody but, wants to skip ahead a couple yeah. minutes, you know, we're going to talk about some stuff in this trailer. So going to be Right. So who do you think the girl is? At first, yeah. I was like, "Is that data? Like, did he did did his consciousness somehow get downloaded into a different body, and now that's data, or is this because they kind of imply, or at least they make it seem like, with the way they do the the cuts between the different scenes, that she has something to do with the Borg?" Yeah, I think she is the first, the quote unquote first daughter of the Borg. I think she, um, from what I've been able to glean, Hugh. Mm-hmm. The Borg they liberated, and this is canon from the end of the season, from the end of Next Generation. They had sort of started to break the collective apart. Well, I think that continued, and I think we're going to see a lot of Borg. And um, I get a get the feeling that she is possibly a an actual born of a Borg sort of situation somehow. I've quite figured it out, but okay. Hugh being there and um, Seven of Nine being there tells me that there's something there. Um, I just can't figure out what. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, my fear when I first saw it was that they were going to do some more clone Picard nonsense, like she was his daughter or something. But yeah, God, I hope. Oh, not. see, I didn't even I didn't even think about that. My first my first thought was it's Data in a new kind of upgraded body. Mm-hmm. The line, the line, though, of I'm safe with you, something. And the fact, if, if it was Data in an upgraded body, I don't think they would have messed with having Data there. No, right. So that'll be interesting to see. Yeah. It's confirmed that Frakes is back, so Riker will be there. Okay. Sertis yes. will be there as Troy, at least for a little bit. And we know Frakes is doing some of the directing. So much okay. directing on Discovery has been some of the best. So nice, yeah. I'm digging that. I still have not seen the second season yet. I need to, oh, dude, so I need to get on board with that. The, from from what I understand, have you been able to catch any of the short treks that they released? No, I haven't done that yet. Oh, okay, having watched the season, okay, watch the short treks first. Oh, so, watch those before watching the season. Yeah, they released okay. those first, and they didn't. They were kind of coy about whether you should watch them or not. They're like, whatever, this is fun. But I really like every short trek has some bearing on an episode you're going to see in the next season. Okay. Now there's, how do I say this? You don't need to see them to mm-hmm. understand what's happening, but it helps. It definitely yeah. helps with the mythology and the backstory and whatnot. And so I'm expecting the, the short, the upcoming short treks to, do the same. Yeah. Uh, rumor is one of the new short tracks will be a prequel for the Picard series. Oh, okay. Nice. Yeah. And Anson Mount plays an amazing Captain Pike. Well, and I heard I heard a rumor somewhere that they're looking at doing a full series of uh... Yeah, Kurtzman made a big announcement on stage and it was unfortunately the podcast I was listening to that talked about it didn't have the timing right. Hmm. They couldn't remember if the announcement was before they talked about the short treks or after. Okay. We know at least one short trek is set on Pike's Enterprise. 
So the way the podcast I was listening to put it was, if you're Alex Kurtzman and you come out and you say, how would you like some more of Anson Mount and Ethan Peck? And then you show that they're going to be in a short track, then that's a done deal. If you show the short tracks first and then come out and say, what if we did more with Anson Mount and Ethan Peck? And then the crowd cheers. Then you're talking about a full episode or a full series of some kind. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I don't know. I and, and then, of course, you know, now I start, okay, you guys got a lot of irons in the fire now. Let's just take it easy. Yeah. Let's do it right. Because <laughs> they, they've got an animated show coming, possibly two animated shows. There's a lot of debate over whether Lower Decks is the animated show everyone's been expecting or if Lower Decks is the more Rick and Morty style. And then there's still an Academy series geared towards Nickelodeon. They didn't mention the Academy series, but the story was always there's an animated series coming and it's going to be on Nickelodeon. It's going to be more, you know, for kids and whatnot. But Lower Decks doesn't look like that. Hmm. Okay. Well, I am. Oh. <laughs> to say I'm in uh, Star Trek heaven would be an understatement. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, they said I was just looking up some stuff really fast and I said, um, uh, Kurtzman. Here it says, Kurtzman acknowledged the, oh, here's a Pike, Spock, and the USS Enterprise were well-received parts of the second season of Discovery, and they even inspired a popular petition. Kurtzman acknowledged this and made it clear the idea of giving the Enterprise crew their own show is on their radar. And this is the quote directly from him. There's speculation about Pike and Spock and number one getting their own show. So I guess the question for you guys is, do you want them to get their own show? Crowd roars with positive affirmation. Okay, we'll think about it. And then he smiles. <laughs> And that was from uh, Trek, yeah. trekmovie.com. Had this He's having a little it. fun with this. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and why And why not? Why not? Really? I mean. That'd be fun. Again, I haven't seen any of the episodes. I haven't seen any of the short treks, um, but I, I've liked him. Uh, you know, he was on that show, uh, Hell on Wheels, that was on AMC. Um, yeah, which I never saw. Oh, that's a great show. Yeah, I don't we, know we, how I missed it, but I need to go. Yeah. Honestly, I knew very little about him until this. And okay. I, I am, I need to go back. He's, he's a local guy too. Yeah. I think he was from Arlington where, Heights or something. Arlington Heights? Okay. Yeah. I knew he was from up around here somewhere. Real close. I, I, Arlington Heights is what's in my head, but that doesn't mean, I mean. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that don't mean nothing. Right. <laughs> so yeah, no. So that was, that was pretty cool. So looking forward to all that. Um, and I, I, saw somewhere, I think somebody tweeted it out. And so I went and grabbed it at the library. Um, I haven't had a chance to read it yet, but somebody said, if you like the stuff you saw in the, um, Picard trailer or the Picard, uh, teaser that came out even just like, I think it was a couple weeks ago. Um, mm -hmm. they said, you should check out the comic book, Star Trek countdown. Mm. So supposedly it's a prequel comic to the, the 2009, um, JJ Abrams, Star Trek movie. Oh, sure. And I guess some of it takes place in the future where Spock is dealing with the Romulans mm -hmm. and like, apparently, I don't know if it's the Romulans. I haven't, again, I haven't read it yet, but if it's the Romulans or it's the Federation, somebody is using technology adapted from Borg technology. Sure. And I guess Picard and older Picard features, uh, you know, at least somewhat heavily in it. And so somebody had said, if you like what you see in this trailer, or this teaser, you should go read that comic book. So I checked it out. It's been sitting on my shelf, uh, you know, for a couple of days now. So I'll, I'll read it eventually, but I'll be curious to see if that ends up tying into this new show at all. 
Not that they have to use it, but no, that's that'll be interesting. I and that is the one thing I haven't seen much discussion on. I assume that means that it's not. I assume that means that everything they're talking about is all prime timeline mm-hmm. stuff. I know when Discovery was first coming out, there was a lot of discussion about whether it was prime timeline or right or um, Kelvin timeline stuff. Yeah, but I'm assuming we're talking prime timeline here. But, yeah, that'd be my guess. But that's a it's Star Trek. I don't know if I should assume anything. Yeah, don't don't assume much. It could change. Exactly. They'll blow up another planet and they oh, that put everything back to normal. Right. It's amazing how that mm-hmm. works. We'll just slingshot around the sun and <laughs> oh bones. Hello, computer. Okay. <laughs> All right. Should we talk a little bit about the fabulous Baker Boys? We should. Let's we do should. it. So this movie came out, uh, Fabulous Baker Boys, came out on the 13th of October, 1989, rated R, with a runtime of one hour, 54 minutes, directed by Steve Close, who did Flesh and Bone, and uh, is in pre-production on The Curious Incident of the Dog in the Nighttime, hmm. uh, which is, uh, I probably consider that a YA book, yeah. um, but I, I know a lot of, um, you know, some eighth graders were reading it back in the day when I was still teaching eighth grade, and I know it's it's one that's kind of popular in, in, or was popular in high school at the time, too, so... Um, but I guess that one's coming out at some point soon. So uh, producers on this one were Mark Rosenberg. Uh, he died in 1992 and Paula Weinstein. Uh, Rosenberg did major league presumed innocent. Weinstein did the perfect storm and blood diamond writer for this one was the, the director, Steve close, who also wrote for wrote screenplays for all of the Harry Potter film series and the amazing Spider-Man cinematography was done by Michael Ballhaus, uh, who died in 2017. He did cinematography for Goodfellas and Bram Stoker's Dracula. Music was done by Dave Grusin, who did Tootsie, The Goonies, and The Firm. Budget was $11.5 million. Box office was $18.4 million. Rotten Tomatoes Critics gives it a 96%. Rotten Tomatoes Audience gives it a 69%. Uh, IMDb gives it a 68%. Letterboxd a 68%. And CinemaScore gives it a B+. Jeff Bridges plays Jack Baker. He was in The Big Lebowski, Starman, and Tron. Michelle Pfeiffer played Susie Diamond. She was in Batman Returns, Dangerous Minds. Bo Bridges uh, played Frank Baker. He was in The Wizard and the Stargate TV series uh, and the spinoffs from the original TV series. Uh, Ellie Robb played Nina. She was in The Ref and Eyes of an Angel. Xander Berkeley played Lloyd. He was in Terminator 2, Judgment Day, and Air Force One. Dakin Matthews played Charlie. He was in the 2010 True Grit and Lincoln. Ken Lerner played Ray. He was in The Running Man and RoboCop 2. Albert Hall played Henry. He was in Apocalypse Now and Malcolm X. And Jennifer Tilly played Monica Moran. She was in Bride of Chucky and Liar Liar. Here's the trailer, and we'll be back in just a second. Thank you, Mahalo, and that concludes our show for this evening. And, uh, which means paddle home safely. I've been thinking maybe we should make some changes. I've been thinking maybe we should take on a singer. I want to love you, feel you, wrap myself around you. Thirty-seven. Thirty-seven girls and not one who can carry a tune. What about me? Name? Susie. Susie Diamond. Catchy. You have any previous experiences? For the last couple of years, I've been on call for the AAA escort service. What would you like to share with us today, Miss Diamond?
Come on, we don't have much time. For what? What do you? Come on. Don't grab me. Don't grab it. Hey, I would have figured you for jockeys, Frank. New socks? This is paint, Frank. It's not paint. It's a magical sheath which simulates a dazzling head of hair. It's been just the fabulous Baker Boys. But times change. Okay, so in terms of this movie, um, when was the first, was this the first time you'd seen this? I don't think either oh, one yeah. of us had seen this before. Yeah, I don't know that I'd actually ever heard of it before. Okay. Okay. I remember, and I don't remember if I had heard of it. I feel, I know I had heard of this movie at some point before, but I really didn't give it much attention at all until it ended up on our list for movies of this year. And I think this was one of those ones where I went through the list. You know, we all voted on it last year when we, were, we had that list of like 100 movies and we voted on the ones we wanted. And then there were some movies that I think if they... I want to say if they were nominated for any awards or anything like that, I, I think that I just um, automatically, you know, put them on and just said, Hey, you know what? Even if we've never seen this before, if no one knows anything about it, if it won Oscars or anything like that, then it needs to be on our list. Cause it's a, it's a highly rated movie. And even if we haven't seen it, we should at least talk about it. Cause that's what you do. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, no. So, so tell me a little bit about, so this first time watching it. So tell me a little bit about what was your, what was your kind of initial take on it after you finished watching it? I liked it. It was fun. You know, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't trying to hit you over the head with anything. It was just a, you know, it was just a fun movie that explored some interpersonal relationships, a little bit of a dramedy perhaps, you know, mm-hmm. um, the story was obviously the, you know, the brother relationship. And then what happens when, when a woman comes between them, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah, a classic story, but told told in a very uh, interesting way. It started a little slow for me. I'll admit, mm-hmm. I ended up watching it in stages. Um, you kind of got to forgive it. It's build up because it's got to build the character of the brothers. I think that yeah. went a little slow, but other than that, I enjoyed it. Yeah, um, I, I enjoy both. I enjoy all three of these actors in other things they've done. So I think that helped too. I mean, you're not exactly working with, uh, you're working with a full deck here. So, you know, right. you Michelle Pfeiffer, Jeff Bridges and Bo Bridges. Here you go. Here's a screen. Do mm-hmm. something. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, you know, I didn't do as much research on this one. Um, 
but it, it's the kind of movie I would love for the uh, How Did This Get Made podcast to cover. Because how does a movie like this get made? Like, what? It's a very interesting story. I don't know. It's a very interesting twist to it, I guess, is where I'm going with that. Yeah. Well, some of the interesting things in, in some of the background, you know, when you find like the trivia section on IMDb, um, a couple of the interesting things I found was this sounded like it was, it was geared much more towards being a comedy when it first went into development. Cause initially what I read was when this first started getting, started getting developed in 1986, um, the studio wanted the brothers to be played by Bill Murray and Chevy Chase. Yeah. That's a different movie. <laughs> that's a totally different movie. <laughs> Uh, I think we've made that movie though. Yeah. I don't remember what it was called, but I think we made that movie. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It probably got made sometime in the eighties. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. You could definitely no, they had, and, see some of the comedy come out. Like, mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, that's an interesting one. Yeah. Well, I don't see like some of the more serious moments in this movie. I don't see at that point in their careers. I don't see Chevy Chase and Bill Murray being able to pull off the seriousness. Yeah. That would have been hard coming off of. Caddyshack and Ghostbusters mm -hmm. and oh, right. I mean, and, and not that they couldn't, you know, in later movies. Oh yeah, Bill Bill Murray especially. Boston you know, he got to the point where he was could, fantastic. Right. Yeah, but at this point in their careers, I just don't see that. Like you said, this is a very different movie if those two guys are cast in it. Um, two other actual brothers. So I guess this is the first time Jeff and Bo Bridges were in a movie together, which is crazy to think about. Yeah. Um, but apparently before they went to Jeff and Bo Bridges, they also, uh, when they were trying to get actual brothers to play these parts, they went to Dennis and Randy Quaid. Oh, huh. And I don't know that I've seen Randy Quaid play a serious part either. So that would be another um, one. Have you ever seen, I'm going to have to look to move the name of the movie up. I'm picturing it. Randy Quaid's in it. Gina Davis. What's the name of the movie? Is it an eighties one or nineties? Mm, I want to say nineties. Okay. It's like quick change or something. Oh, that's another one. Uh, yeah, that's one on our list for next year. Okay. Um, it's, it's a little more, you know, drama E than, uh, I mean, they say comedy crime. Maybe it's funnier mm. than I remember. Okay. I'm just picturing a, a a scene with Gina Davis where she's digging deep for some stuff, but Bill Murray's in that, so maybe that's not as much. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, I when I when remember I, it to be. <laughs> yeah. People are are staring at their phones now. What do you mean it's a drama? Right. Yeah, I when I think of him, all I can really think of is you know cousin Eddie. Um, mm -hmm. I think of Kingpin, I think of Independence Day. Sure. Um, you know, I, that's most of what I remember him from. So I just couldn't, I, I can't picture him. He plays, uh, yeah. Days of Thunder. He's pretty straight. Okay. Um, oh God, he's an, oh man. Uh, 1994, there's a movie with, uh, um, uh, why am I drawing a blank? Michael Keaton called the paper. Oh yeah. 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 Really good in that. But again, he's kind of a little comic relief in that one too. Okay. He's the comedy in the drama in that movie. Mm -hmm. I've seen, that's another one, the paper. It's one that I've seen 
bits and pieces of, but I've never, and, and having worked or having wanted to work at a newspaper before becoming a teacher, mm-hmm. um, you know, that was always kind of one of those movies that was on my list to, Com- to go check out at some point. I've never seen it. Tracking the world and talking about papers. Did you see the post? Uh, no. Last year, the year before Tom no. Hanks. Oh, so good. Yeah. There's a, there's a few that I, you know, I've got on my list and I need to see, uh, particularly cause I, I'm, I'm always up for a good, you know, newspaper movie. Oh yeah. The newsroom was a fun one. I, did you ever watch that one? Mm, yes. Yeah. I like that one. That's very good. So, so yeah, no, I, same for me. I mean, this is the first time I'd seen this one. Um, I really, I probably just put it on the list because it had the high, uh, you know, critical rating. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think that w- at one point when I was making the list last year, I looked around and if I found movies that hadn't gone on our list yet, but had a critics, a Rotten Tomatoes critics rating of like 95 or higher, I think I automatically considered them as one that we might uh, talk about. Well, I'm, um, I'm glad you did because there's probably nothing in the description of this movie that would have made me go watch it. Right. But I'm glad it, I did. It's kind of an unassuming little movie. Yeah. Like it's it's the story. Like you said, the story is not complicated. It's, it's two guys that are brothers that are piano players. They've hit a rough patch. They decide to hire a singer. And when I was explaining this to, to Sharon earlier, when, as soon as I said they hire a singer, she's like, well, that's going to cause problems. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, there you go. Yep. So there's, there's the movie right there. How that works. So, yeah. So it's not, there's nothing too complicated about it, but at the same time, I, I almost kind of went into this movie. Um, not, not, well, maybe a little apprehensive, but I was like, I don't know if I'm going to be entertained by this. Like, I don't know. It's obviously not an action movie and it's one of those that I'm probably going to have to be in the right frame of mind to sit and watch, but it, it really, you know, going through the movie, the characters were all good. The writing was good. Um, you know, none of the, I didn't feel like too many of the situations felt too, you know, cheesy or cliche or anything like that. I mean, obviously you have a few moments here and there that it's like, well, this, oh, yeah. this looks like pretty woman or, you know, right. stuff like that. Well, this came before pretty woman, but, um, you know, so there's a few moments like that, but, but I thought all the, all the actors in it, you know, played their parts perfectly. Um, and it was one that I was, I was pleasantly surprised. Um, you know, w- would I go back and watch it again? Maybe. It's not one of those where I'm sitting there going, yeah, I watched it once and I'm done. It's um, gonna, but it's, you know, it's interesting because this is one that it might be tough to watch again mm-hmm. because you see it coming. Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. But no, it was, it was fun. It was good. Um, I didn't realize Michelle Pfeiffer uh, did the singing herself. Yeah. I, you know, I didn't realize it until I read a little bit, but uh, she's done that in something like I knew she sang. I guess is where I'm going. Okay. Um, Did she maybe sing all of her own parts in Greece too? Maybe. Mm, okay. <laughs> um, it's been a while since I've seen that one. Yeah, me too. And I try to avoid it. <laughs> there's, there's another podcast out there and I, I, I think I've seen them. Um, the, the woman who's one of the co-hosts on it. I feel like I've seen her post up more than once that Greece too is one of her favorite movies. Oh, I feel sorry for her. <laughs> So I, I have not seen it. Yeah, I guess it, I, I probably won't. They must have had fun with this one because just sitting there pretending to play the piano. and mm-hmm. Well, and apparently like a lot of their arguments that they have, I was reading up on some of the trivia section in IMDb. Apparently a lot of their arguments they had were just arguments that they've had in real life and they just took it and. I think that's why that explains why it felt so genuine. I mean, Mm -hmm. anyone who's got a brother knows what that can be like. Right. Right. I mean, it's, it's actual brothers. So you're going to have, you're going to have some pretty accurate arguments there. And as someone who's worked with his brother, Mm -hmm. 
several times actually over the years, it can be stressful. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was going to say, oh, oh, yeah, this was, and, and this kind of, this maybe kind of sums up the whole thing about this movie is um, when the movie was first released in September of 89. So I, f- I found this in the uh, IMDb trivia section too. When it was first released, it was only released in 800 theaters. Oh, wow. And it said in the major cities where it was released, it was sold out, but it was because of word of mouth. Sure. Like they really did the marketing, the other stuff. They really didn't market this movie. And uh, when the director was kind of asked about it, he's like, well, you know, um, actually it may have worked out better because this movie just got so much word of mouth from the viewings that maybe that was even better for this type of movie than, you know, had they done this marketing blitz of commercials and newspaper ads and, and whatnot. Um, you know, I think the director felt that it worked out almost better this way for it to get released and then just get that word of mouth out. Yeah. This is definitely the type of movie that you'd kind of walk and be like, you know what? That was good. And you talk about it the next day because it's that kind Mm -hmm. of good. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the other funny thing that I I spotted in here was, um, Bo Bridges character is supposed to be, Frank is supposed to be balding in the movie, uh, because he has that spray that he Mm -hmm. puts on before they go out. But Bo Bridges was not balding. So according to a story that they told, oh, he um, now. <laughs> they had, well, they, yeah, he is now, um, uh, according to a story they told in an interview kind of back around the time the movie came out was, um, that they had a couple of glasses of wine and he let Jeff cut the bald spot in the back of his head. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so again, maybe only if you are really brothers and you've had a couple of glasses of wine, would you actually let someone cut a bald spot in the back of your head? I, I, I came up with a couple of other questions, you know, usually we kind of just let the conversation flow, but, um, I thought of this question, you know, for, for a couple of our different movies. So I, maybe this is one that I'll consistently start to ask. Um, do you feel like this movie does justice to its title? Is this the fabulous Baker boys? Does that title well, I think it, sum up for you what this movie is? It's kind of a cheat in this one because really it's just the title of their act. Right. Um, but yeah, I think so. I mean, because it really, I mean, the movie really is about them. I mean, in, in the middle part of it, it, it obviously is, it almost starts to become more of a movie about Michelle Pfeiffer and what her character is doing. But I think through it all, you you still come back to that original thread of it's these two brothers. Mm-hmm. And no matter how she might get in between them or what comes in between them, ultimately the movie is about these two brothers. Yeah, I think so then. Yeah, I guess it does. Okay. It's an interesting way to to look at it but sure okay all right um maybe that question will, will you know spark more discussion when we get to spaced invaders well yeah i mean it's <laughs> based on the uh based on the movie it's going to definitely get more interesting right right um anything you disliked about the movie um like i said i think the slow the slow build-up okay maybe um i this could have been because I watched it in stages, but I did feel like maybe they, I'm not sure what the kid from upstairs was supposed to be there for. Yeah. I, that might've been if, if I have anything that I didn't like about the movie and, and not even necessarily a dislike, but I wasn't sure about that relationship. Yeah. And, and, and I think you could almost say the same thing about the dog too. Mm-hmm. Although the scene where he goes and demands his dog back after it had surgery, that was funny. It was. 
Well, and it's funny because I'm about to say pick the dog or the kid, but not both, um, which sounds horrible. But it's kind of no. what I'm saying. I don't know if you need both of those stories. Mm-hmm. I get that you're trying to show that this person is a little lonely and he has these touchstones in his life. But I don't know if both of those needed to be there to tell the story you were trying to tell. Right, right. And so that and some pacing issues mm-hmm. could have kept me a little more entertained. But yeah, you know. Okay. All right. It was the 80s. It's true. It's true. <laughs> Things. It was a different time. Uh, are you ready for five questions? Sure. My my soul is prepared. How is yours? <laughs> Soul? Wow, that's that's a little deep for me. On Thursday hey, night. We're getting uh, these are going to be five fabulous questions. Ooh, well mm-hmm. played, sir. Yeah. All right, five questions. He asks each traveler five questions. It's impossible to answer. Impossible because you don't know the answer. Nobody could answer that question. You've got to ask yourself one question. Why are you asking me? For? I don't know. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. And may God have mercy on your soul. All right. So question number one of the five questions. Think of someone who has been like a brother to you, uh, and it could be your actual brother. Uh, what brought and keeps the two of you together? Well, if it's my actual brother. What keeps us together is we're still family. Right. Um, and what brought us together? Well, I don't know that I want to know. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you take this one first. I kind of want to see where you take this. Um. You know, I don't know. I And I think... It's I think isn't it? I need to... It's it is a, because it's, and I, I think that's why I kind of put the like a brother in the, in the quote, uh, yeah. quotation marks there, because, um, you know, I don't know, even my own brother, my, my own brother is eight years younger than me. Um, so, you know, we obviously I love him and, and we're family and all that, but I don't know that I, I feel like there are some times where I have much closer relationships with other friends. Sure than I do necessarily with my own biological brother. Sure. Um, you know, I, I think of you guys, I think of like, you know, we hang out, we do this podcast and we are just as comfortable just hanging out, talking, doing whatever. And, um, you know, time so, with this group than with any other individual person that isn't family. Right. Right. Yeah. So I just think, I think yeah. in different situations, like, you know, you know, Pat and I will talk constantly, you know, when we're at work and, mm-hmm. and we see each other a lot, we talk constantly about, you know, just about anything, you know, family or, or movies we talk about, um, you know, politics, stuff like that. Uh, you know, Jeff, same way, just minus yeah, politics because he doesn't want to deal with it. Right. But, uh, work people. Like I've got yeah. know, Dave from work. We've mm-hmm. worked together now for years. <laughs> <laughs> I can, do you want me to put the sensor bleep there when you say, <laughs> Oh, so many years. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> so I don't know that I have, uh, you know, if I, if there, if there was a person I could create, that's an amalgam of a whole bunch of different people. Yeah, um, I don't know that I necessarily I have somebody. Too. Yeah. I suppose if I had to throw somebody down, it would probably be Dave from work. I mean, we've okay. been working together for 19 years now. You know, we yeah. shared an office for a good chunk of that. We had offices right. next door for an even more longer chunk of it. You know, it's, you know, you, you work with somebody that long, you sort of see a lot, mm-hmm. you know, right. good, bad, ugly, the whole right. deal. So. Uh, number two, what's the favorite music? Uh, this may be a tougher question to answer. What's your favorite musical performance you've been to? This could be at a bar, at a concert, whatever you want. Yeah, I, I came up with a few, but you know, the one I settled on, we went, we went and saw, uh, Donna got a hold of some tickets through the company she was working for at the time, we went and saw Green Day, their first show or first round of shows. I don't know if we saw the first show, but their first round of shows back after Billy Joe got out of rehab. Okay. 
And, and so part of it was you're like, oh, is this going to be the same old Green Day? Is this going to be, you know, what are we going to do? And we saw them at the Allstate Arena, and I'll tell you what, they were awesome. They nice. just came out firing on all cylinders, and it was just – it was also the first time I'd been at a real rock concert in a long time. I, I like concerts. I just don't like how expensive they are. Right. <laughs> so I tend to see more local musicians and cover bands and whatnot. And, and that's fun and it has its place. But man, there is something about going to see a rock band with a real touring company and a budget to put on a show. <laughs> yeah. And they did. <laughs> the other, this, the second one, and, and it was almost the first one, but um, maybe it should have been the more I, as I'm talking to you, telling you this story, um, we saw Garth when he came through Chicago. Oh, nice. Um, after he was done with the residency in Vegas mm-hmm. and man, did that man put on a show? Yeah. I think the green day one pops into my head more often, but the more I talk it through that Garth show was amazing. Nice. Uh, yeah. I, I saw a thing the other day that they were, uh, there was a contest. You could win uh, tickets to whenever he comes to Chicago. Yeah. He was playing at Joe's on weed street. Could you imagine okay. the insanity yeah. of that? <laughs> Garth yeah. Brooks in a, bar only twice the size of my house mm-hmm. like that's that's a little much yeah i don't know if i could deal with it but god would it have been awesome that'd be like garth playing austin's yeah like that'd be uh, great i know <laughs> it's so awesome <laughs> how about you um i you know i had a couple of different ones um had a chance to go you know on on one of his like first of 20 farewell tours um <laughs> don't you love those yeah uh, we had a chance to go see, in fact, it might've been one of the first times he called it a farewell tour. Um, we had a chance to, in Rosemont, uh, Sharon and her mom and I went to go see Billy Joel. Oh, very um, nice. And that was great. And we were, we were sitting up close too. like, we were, you know, right he was on the, uh, I think he had the platform where the piano kind of rotates. So everybody okay. in the arena gets a chance to see him play. Um, saw but, him uh, at, uh, saw him at Wrigley. Okay. Okay. Yeah. It's we never so did. Good. We haven't seen any of the Wrigley ones, but that was, it was a pretty good show and we were, our seats were up close. So it was, it was pretty good. Um, there's that one. There's obviously I, when I got to go see guns and roses a few years ago, oh, yeah. uh, that was a huge one for me. Um, you know, I did not get to sit anywhere near as close as I did for the Billy Joel one, but, um, <laughs> still, you know, back where I was, I, I could still, you know, I could, I could still see everything I needed to see all the, all the flames and, and, uh, flames all of the, uh, Axel, Axel dancing around as much as he possibly could with the, with the bum leg and the, everything else. And, um, but uh, no, that was, that was a great one. That was a lot of fun. And, and that was something I had wanted to do since I was a kid. So that was kind right of a big on, one man. too. Awesome. Um, so I might have to go, I don't know if I'd go with the Guns N' Roses as the, the top one. Cause Billy Joel's was a I really big Joel one. Sounds pretty good. Yeah. So, and then um, uh, Sharon and her mom had a, uh, they were able to get an extra ticket for me to go with them to country thunder one time Ooh. up in Wisconsin. And they sat really close. Like they were up in the VIP uh, seating area. So I, we got to sit real close to the stage and, um, uh, I mean, I'm trying to remember the different acts that we saw, but it was like all the, like the big name people from the nineties country. And that was kind of always oh, our right favorite. On. And, um, I remember Leonard Skinner, I think was on one night or, uh, or sticks, I think might've been on one of the nights. Oh, um, but all kinds of good stuff. So that was a good one too. But, uh, yeah, yeah. So for different reasons, I'll, I'll throw those three in there. I don't know that nice. I, I can pick one of them, but uh, the Billy Joel one was pretty cool. Cause yeah, he, he does put on a really good show. Yeah. All right. Um, let's see. Next question. If you had to audition for a singing gig, this is question number three. If you had to audition for a singing gig, what song would you sing? Dennis Leary's asshole. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Because that is about the extent of my, uh, 
my vocal talents. Okay. All right. Um, <laughs> I, I, I'm going to, I got to go with something. There's a lot of stuff I feel like I could sing, but not well. Mm. So I have to play to my strengths. And I think my strengths is my deep voice. Mm, so right. I think, I, I think I'd have to go something by the crash test dummies. There you go. So either that or, or like a Barry White or something like that. But, um, you know, I could, once there was this kid who I could do that. <laughs> and that, that could totally be my audition. And but, you could do uh, um, Johnny Cash's uh, version of uh, Hurt. I could do that. There yeah. So, yeah, I get a little Pearl Jam, little, you know, if, oh, find something with a. we're talking. Mm-hmm. Find something with a, a deeper voice, a, a baritone or a bass, and I think I'd be okay. Nice. So, so any of those, I, I, I could do that. If I had to pick a specific song, um, trying to think of, I always think of like when we had the, uh, we had the original, uh, or the PlayStation two, and we had that sing star karaoke game. Sure. Sure. And we used to play that. We used to play that a lot. And, um, for those the, kids, for those of you kids out there, that was before rock band was a thing. It was. Yeah. Um, I don't know. In, in terms of a song that I know I would know all the words to, I'd probably have to go with something either like a Billy Joel or a, uh, Beatles or something like that. Um, and let's be honest, if auto tune was an option, I'll sing anything. Oh yeah. Oh, if you're going to auto tune it, I can, <laughs> I can sing it while I'm asleep. If it's auto tune. Exactly. Um, yeah. I'm just, I'm trying to think of some of the ones we used to do when we play that karaoke game. Now, now one that I know the words to, and we would always play it when we played that sing star karaoke game was take on me. Oh, very nice. Now, am I going to try to hit those high notes if I'm actually auditioning for some kind of a singing yeah. job? Absolutely yeah. not. That would not be a good call for you. No, 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 no. So, so something where I've got a, a deep voice I can play off of. All right. Question number four, this movie is about the Baker brothers. What is your favorite baked good? Well, being that we are from the Chicago area, I have to say fat Tuesday punchkies. Okay. Love them. The lemon filled ones. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Um, I am going to say actually something that I had not had before, uh, until one of the last times we were down in Texas, um, a couple of years ago. And my aunt absolutely loves these. Um, and I, I'm, I'm assuming I'm getting the name right. Kalachis. Ah, yeah. So they had, and from this one particular place, when we were driving down, cause we were coming down, we were driving, uh, from my parent, from my mom's house in Missouri down to Texas. And we were going to pass through, uh, this, this little town on our way down to Austin. And she said, I need you before you get here. I have an order. I will pay you back, but I need you to get me several boxes of these items on this list. Wow. And it was this check, uh, in, in this little town, they had two, uh, bakeries, two Czech bakeries, um, that are just ridiculously famous in Texas. And the one that we stopped at was called Slova checks. And the, the kolaches from this place were excellent. Nice. So, and, and just about anything you go in there and they have this just giant case of all of their stuff and it just, anything in there looked good. Mm, so it, it yeah. didn't really matter at all. Nice. So, so I'll pick that for mine because nice. otherwise there's too many options and we'll be here forever. Well, yeah. Baked goods are sort of a weakness of mine. It's, it's kind of our, as we mentioned earlier, you know, right. Um, all right. So question number five, the best Jeff Bridges role and the best Bo Bridges role. Well, I feel like it, as much as I do like both of them, I feel like, uh, Bo Bridges is at a disadvantage in this conversation a little bit. Yeah. But, uh, so I'll let you go first. Okay. Um, I, you know, I liked him in the, in the roles that he played in the Stargate TV series. Mm -hmm. General he was Ranger. always, 
Yeah. Yeah. He was, he was always a fun character in that. Um, I think though, just because it's such a, you know, it's, it's such a, a bigger part for him and, and it's just, it's, it's just really funny to me. I'm going to pick him as the dad and the wizard. Oh, there you go. The one we just watched a little while mm-hmm. ago. So I'm going to, I'm going to go with that one. Nice. That for my Bow Bridges one. For, for uh, Jeff Bridges, Bridges. I would. Oh yeah. Go ahead. Probably, do your. If you separate him from, from the Stargate stuff, because I think I would mm-hmm. put that as probably the top one for me. Mm-hmm. He played a very interesting governor in a movie, a TV movie called the second civil war. Okay. That was fun. But then I think the one that really stands out is he's Carl Hickey in uh, the TV show. My name is Earl. Okay. I, you know, I, I watched a few episodes here and there of that one, but I never did watch the whole series. Yeah. But I he was, he was in that. Yeah. Okay. It would be that. It, but I think Stargate is probably my favorite, but I think that's the, that's the easy answer. Okay. When I think about it a little more, I think. Okay. What about Jeff Bridges? Well, since you asked, I, I want to see if you and I have the same answer. Well, the dude. I mean, well, like that—that's just like your opinion, man. Right. Yeah, that's mine too. Yeah, but you could say Flynn from, from yeah. Tron. I mean, and I remember as a kid. I, I don't know why I've watched it so many times, but I remember watching Starman a lot as a kid. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of fun stuff. Like. He's an interesting man, mm-hmm. <laughs> and and the the work that he's that he's done is kind of amazing. You know, he's, he's yeah, def- he's definitely Bridges, a little bit more man. than his brother, but you know, he's Jeff Bridges. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, I was I was looking through his IMDb list, and I was like, well, I I mean, think he's done so many so many good things. He did a really good Wild Bill Hickok. Hmm. But the dude has got to be like, you say Jeff Bridges, if that is not the first thing that pops into your head, right? I think something is wrong with you. Right. Like actually wrong with you. Mm-hmm. But like the thing about Jeff Bridges is some of his, some of his like, and I don't want to call them cameos because they're a little bigger than that. But for lack of a better term, some of his like bit parts are just awesome. Yeah. Like when he shows up in Iron Man. Yeah. You know? Um that's some of his best stuff when he just shows mm-hmm. up for a couple of minutes, does his thing and gets out. Mm-hmm. You're like, wait yeah. a minute, that's, huh? <laughs> yeah. He's just, he's, I don't know, something about it. He's, he's just got that thing. He was good in, there was a movie called Crazy Heart. He yeah. Was good in that one. Uh-huh. Uh, he was good. We watched the, um, back in 2015, they came out with an animated, uh, The Little Prince on Netflix. Oh yeah, I heard about that. And he was a voice in that one. He's done a lot of voice stuff too. Yeah. Like... Um, he was. Did you ever see? I, I saw this one um, a few months ago. I think uh, "Bad Times at the El Royale." No, that was a fun one. That was kind of a fun one. It really reminded me of. Um, it wasn't, but it really reminded me of a. Uh, oh, name. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Quentin Tarantino. Oh, okay. Kind of reminded me of a Quentin Tarantino movie. Sure. You know, you had, it was kind of this, uh, it was a little bit of a heist movie. Um, but you didn't, and you didn't quite know who was, nobody was really being very honest. Yeah. So you had no clue. All these people kind of meet up at this, right. at this hotel. Yeah, a little Kaiser Sose. Right. Situation. Right. Oh, wow. Nick Offerman's in this one. Mm-hmm. 
Chris Hemsworth, John Hamm, Dakota Johnson. Yeah, it it gets crazy. Wow. Yeah. Check that one out. So it's it's a it's kind of a fun one. And and things get like as the movie goes on, like oh well that I I thought things were already complicated, but now <laughs> it's getting really crazy. So no, that was a lot of fun, and he plays kind of the major character or one of the major characters in that movie. But that just came out last year, I think. Okay. I'm yeah. So that's a good one. All right. Well, I think that does it for the Fabulous Baker Boys. I think that's probably going to do it for us, too. Yeah. I mean, um, we don't ask it for all the movies, but, you know, once in a while we do ask. I guess we kind of hit this already, though, this time. Does it hold up today? Mm-hmm. But there's nothing about it that ages, really. I mean, it's a... not really, because they're kind of, you know, even for the 80s, the whole idea of playing in a piano bar is a little bit of a, an older concept well, yeah, anyway. Part of the shtick that yeah. maybe that's not what people are looking for anymore. Right. Right. It's well, and I know you, you have like the dueling piano bars. Well, that's what I was just going to say. One of the things I want to do this weekend is I want to go to Lake County fair. Um, they have dueling pianos on Saturday night, I think. Oh, do they really? Okay. Yeah. It's at like five or something. It's pretty okay. We had, I had looked at the, we've, we've gone the last couple of years. I haven't looked at the schedule yet. Usually we go for the, uh, now, see, you're going for the more refined stuff. We usually go for the demolition derby. Oh, we've done demo derby and don't forget the banana races, my friend. Oh yeah. 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 Which I still, I'm still not sure how to get away with those, but hey, <laughs> you know, you know, fun at the Lake County fair. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I actually enjoy dueling pianos. We went downtown for a weekend for our anniversary about five, six years ago and went and saw dueling pianos at sluggers and okay, it's fun. It's fun. Yeah, I've never been to one of those yet. I know somebody, one of our teachers had a birthday party they were doing down at, um, is there one in the city called Howl at the Moon? There is. Yeah. There is. They, I think they were having their birthday party there a couple of years ago, maybe, and Hang I on. didn't get a chance to go, but um, always seemed like it'd be kind of something fun to do. It is. You know, it's one of those things that sounds a little silly, like doing piano, but it's fun. It's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I figured to do it well, the people have to be pretty good at what they're doing. Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, otherwise it's just going to be chaotic. And it's funny, you know, if the Baker boys were still playing today in their dotage, they would probably be doing dueling pianos. Yeah. Instead yeah. of the harmonies they were playing in the movie. Right. Because who wants harmonizing pianos when they can yeah. duel? Not anymore, right? <laughs> Fight to the death. Exactly. In a world, yeah. Where piano wire is your mm-hmm. only weapon. <laughs> Reach over, right. strangle your brother. No. <laughs> um, all right. Well, I think it's going to do it. Uh, so if you want to check out our podcast, you can go to 30 podcast.com, our website. Uh, like I said, probably in not too long within the next couple of weeks or so, uh, we will be putting up a spot where you can vote for some of next year's movies. If you want to get your voice in there for what we talk about next year for our 1990 movies, um, or if you notice something on the list that's missing and you think we should add it in for consideration, let us know. But uh, that will be up on our website. And I'm sure I'll share that out on our Facebook page and Twitter and, and all that stuff too. So um, uh, I could probably also share out the link on uh, Letterboxd because I know I've already got that list put together. So uh, I can share it out there as well. If uh, we do a lot of our interacting on Twitter. So if you are on Twitter, we are at three zero podcast. Uh, we also have voicemail eight seven two three five six six eight four three. That's eight seven two three five movie. If you're one of those people that remember that there are actually letters on the telephone uh, buttons, and I told uh, a high school kid about that the other day. Oh, did you really? It did they? They look at you like you're crazy. Yep. Yep. I, yeah. I didn't know how to handle myself, so I walked away. Yeah. Like, you ever tried showing a? You ever tried showing a kid a rotary phone? Oh, see, now they think they're cool because now they're retro. Oh yeah. Well, you can buy the like those Bluetooth uh, rotary uh-huh. phones now too, can't you? Yeah. 
Speaking of Bluetooth old technology, I was having a conversation with a with a woman who's several years younger than me mm-hmm. not long ago. And she was very excited because she had acquired her, her parents' vinyl collection. Mm. And in her words, they're from the actual 80s. <laughs> or they were made in the actual 80s. I can't remember how she worded it. And uh-huh. Donna and I looked at her and said, we're from the actual <laughs> 80s. So was I. <laughs> and she looks at us and goes, well, how about that? You're vintage. Oh, there we go. And I just couldn't. I, mm-hmm. And you turned and walked away. Yeah, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, John, we're vintage now. We're vintage now. Okay. Yeah. Well, you can change the name of the podcast at some point to the Vintage Podcast. Oh, God. Uh, I will say, now I have, um, and, and thank you to Jason uh, Colvin, who sent me a suggestion as well. I have not reached out to the uh, the suggestion that he gave me yet. I am kind of looking, since we're moving into a brand new decade and we're going to be there for 10 years, um, I am kind of looking to see about possibly uh, changing up the logo for the podcast. So oh, right if anybody listening knows anybody who's into like graphic design and um you know, if, if they are, you know, somebody who just needs, is trying to get their start and, and wants to uh, help out by, you know, helping maybe kind of design a, a podcast logo for us. Um, we, we can pay not a ton, but you know, it's, well, if somebody wants to donate their work, that's totally fine too. But um, you know, it's, it's within reason. We don't have a huge budget. So, but if anybody knows somebody who is uh, kind of into graphic design and, and wants to practice a little bit, um, kind of thinking about trying to redesign the logo for our uh, set of nineties movies as we go on through the next 10 years, if we make it 10 years, um, at the very least, we got to get to Phantom Menace. So I know we're, right. you know, nine more, 10 more years it's into this. It's really but... been John's goal the whole time. Oh yeah. Yeah. An excuse to get to, uh, to Phantom Menace. Right. I, as long as we get to Rocketeer, I mean, I'm pretty good after that, but the Rocka who? it's exactly, um, I read the papers, so I know who it is. <laughs> um, but anyway, so if anybody out there is into graphic design or, you know, you've got any, any idea of, of who might be a good person for this, let us know. Cause I'll, I'll reach out to a few different people and just kind of see what we can see. Uh, our next episodes, we may possibly try to do a summer blockbuster roundup. I don't know if that's going to happen or not. Um, we might just pepper those comments into some of our other episodes uh, going forward here. But uh, I know some of us have had a chance to see a few movies this summer. So we might just kind of throw that together and do a quick little episode here and there. Uh, then coming up will be Steel Magnolias, Ghostbusters 2, Weekend at Bernie's, Always. And then we get into September with our uh, kind of not they're not all animated, but kids' movies. All dogs go to heaven. The Little Mermaid. Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, and Little Monsters. So we've got a fun couple of months coming up here. I am looking forward to Ghostbusters too. You know, it's funny. It was on not that long ago on on Comcast. I don't remember oh, yeah. the channel. And it was it was fun. It's just mm-hmm. the original movie. Some about two. It's I think they. They camped it up even more. I mean, it's Ghostbusters for crying out loud. It's going to be campy, but they just went full camp mm-hmm. by two. And and the he is Vigo, like the <laughs> Eric Johnny. Oh my god! I, I just everything you're doing is wrong. I just want you to know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The, 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 the joyfulness is over. Every scene with him, yeah. even when he's possessed by Vigo, is hysterical. It oh, he kills me. What was that? We we call, I, I want to say it was like Jeff and I don't know if Pat was there too. We were talking about something. It was like a couple years ago now, and 
somebody told me to do something like they, they, they kind of flat out just said, you need to do this or something like that. And just out of the blue, I went, Oh, command me Lord. And yes. we just completely lost it. And, oh, and like God. laughing so hard, we couldn't even breathe. <laughs> oh, it's good stuff. that is. You mean you never even had a slinky? <laughs> we had part of a slinky, oh, but I straightened it. <laughs> we get the bronies. Oh, man. I watched that again recently because I knew it okay. was coming up. I I had forgotten more of that movie than I had remembered. Like I knew the concept of yeah. Wicked Bernie's. I, I don't think I'm going to remember a lot of that movie. I know no, I've seen it, but it's it's been a long time. It was great to like that was coming back to something, and it was new again. Like it was, mm-hmm. I knew what was I knew the the shtick, but beyond that, I had no details. So it was awesome. Yeah, yeah. Um, I will say that with Steel Magnolias coming up, yeah, I had completely forgotten because I, I had seen this movie before then. I was a, I was a little bit upset that I had completely forgotten that when our wedding came around, that I didn't ask for an armadillo cake. <laughs> you know, it is kind of surprising. You, After the fact, I was like, oh, "Why did I not think is, of that?" Uh, that is surprising. I remember thinking that was the one of the funniest things about that movie, and uh-huh. then I completely. I, I should have done it. I should have done it, but I didn't, and it's okay. My wife is not an old movie fan. Mm-hmm. Doesn't often join me in the rewatches of these. Yeah, but she has told me that I have to wait to watch Steel Magnolias. Okay. So, and I have a hunch she'll be in on some of the ones from September too. Okay. Because okay. who doesn't love All Dogs Go to Heaven? Right. Really. Right. Well, and I'm just excited for Little Mermaid because I get a chance to sing the Les Poissons song. <laughs> Les Poissons. Les Poissons. Les Poissons. Hello. <laughs> Les Poissons. Yeah. Oh yeah, we're going there. Well, you gotta you yeah. do it right. Yeah, and I'm curious to see. I'm gonna watch Little Monsters with the kids because I don't. I don't think we've watched it. No, I don't think I watched it with them. I am curious to see if that movie, if they enjoy it or if they're terrified. Yeah, how old are they again? Uh, Nora is eight, about to turn nine, and John is twelve. John will be fine. Nora, John will be fine. Right in the ballpark, isn't she? Yeah, because that's the same age I saw it. And I remember that movie being a weird combination of, I really like this movie. Mm-hmm. There are parts that I hate. Well, now there's, now, okay, maybe there is a monster under my bed. Like, right. Know. Right. So I don't think we'll show that one to Nora. Yeah, that's, yeah, she's right on that edge. I think that one, I think that one can probably wait. Yeah. yeah. I don't know that I'm going to watch All Dogs Go to Heaven because I don't know I can handle it. Oh, it's fun. Emotionally, I'm not sure I can handle it. All Dogs Go to Heaven is kind of like watching the Transformers movie. Yeah. I'm not going to be able to do it without a whole bunch of tissues. Yeah. So, we'll just put it that way. It's a good one, though. All right. Well, thank you for being here, Bo. Thank you, John. Sorry I was yeah. uh, tardy. Ah, no. You're good. You're, whenever you get here, you're right on time. Oh, wow. I wouldn't tell go. me that. <laughs> okay. That is literally the worst thing I could have said to you just now. <laughs> And call back to the beginning. And there we go. Check. There we go. And Check off the box. There we go. Bingo. Yeah. All right. Well, we will see you all back here next time, uh, possibly for the summer blockbuster uh, episode. If we do one, if not, we'll be back here for Steel Magnolias. Uh, so again, um, you know, if you want to check out some of those movies we listed off, those are our next movies coming up for the next couple months. And then uh, after that will be the month of October and Halloween. So I know that Pat is super excited for that. And, and uh, we'll, we'll share some of those movie titles uh, as we get a little bit closer to October. So you can kind of check, check ahead for some of those too. But uh, in the meantime, be excellent to each other. Go watch some good movies and we will see you back here next time.